Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast is brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey. Native Grape Odyssey is an educational project financed by the European Union to promote European wine in Canada, Japan, and Russia. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Hello, thanks for tuning into the Italian Wine Podcast. Our channels are SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Himalaya FM. We're also widely available on other podcast apps. Our official website is italianwinepodcast.com and that's all one word. If you're using iTunes, feel free to rate the podcast or write a review. Thanks. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Water. My guest today is Heiner Zakariasen. I didn't say that right. No, now. that's fine. Is that right? Go on, you <laughs> yes. say, you say. Heiner Zakariasen, yeah. Where are you from? Well, I'm from a small place called the Faroe Islands, which is in the middle of the North Atlantic. Not far, far from the UK, actually. Okay, and what is your job title? So I'm the founder of Vivino. We're the world's largest wine app. You're the founder? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Blimey. I yeah. didn't read I didn't read the yeah. note. No, no, you gotta, you got to really read the card before. Well, you're like, well before famous. You go on. Yeah. Yeah. Just taking all your clothes off. Don't yes. be that friendly. I know it's warm in the studio. You got warm in suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. So you founded it? Yes, I founded it around 10 were years you ago. A, 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 I mean, how? Why? Were you a computer well, I, geek? Love no, wine? Yeah, more, more a software guy. So I walk into a supermarket and see this wall of wine and I start thinking, so what is good, what is bad, and I don't know what to buy. So that was my fundamental problem. I thought, hmm, I can't be the only one that is does know so little about wine as I do. So I thought there's got to be a solution to this problem just like there is with with books and movies and whatever so um, that's why I started the company and so more of a software guy than a wine guy and then I go to a wine conference like this right uh, just to remind us the Faroe Islands belongs to which country it's Danish okay. it's a self-governing part of Denmark okay so you've got that independent spirit definitely yes and it's probably fairly harsh surroundings where you got to be you got to be a little bit savvy you got to be uh, because it is if any of your listeners ever get a chance to go they should definitely go it's a beautiful beautiful place and um, very very green uh, but you pay for all the green with all the rain so it rains quite a bit up there but uh, it's windy and rainy but amazing place you had this idea and one thing is having an idea how did you scale it and finance it and get it up and sure. running BB? yeah so so we've been doing this for for quite a long time now we've raised uh, 66 million dollars by now we have 40 million users so it, it really came step 40 by million users. 40 million uh, 20,000 people install it you know every single day really? so yeah, yeah so it's it's a really really big community and and usually like with other big communities it doesn't happen it happens by 10 people installing a day then 20 people then 50 people then hundreds of people yeah domino yeah, yeah exactly right so so um, we built the product better and better and at some point it got really really good and started dominating the space okay so I, I get the app presume it's a free one sure. and when I buy wine it's I, I somebody's getting a commission and that's how it's yeah exactly so yeah. just explain the mechanics from sure. the, I'm a wine retailer I've heard of VV now my sales yeah. are going down what am I get how am I going to get involved with you yeah first First of all, let's let's just go through one of the core features here. You know, you you can be in a supermarket, take a picture of any bottle of wine. We'll give you ratings and reviews, anything you need to know about the wine. So that's been the driver, and people people look up a wine two million times every day. Well, literally, you were in the supermarket, sure, and you can just it is. take a picture of it, and you get all the information. So that's how do you do? Who developed the technology? Was that you? No, we we licensed a couple of different technologies and combined it. Really, the the tech part wasn't the hard part. The hard part was the data. So okay. actually, building the data has taken 
taking us many, many years. And that's the quality of the product is that we know every single wine in the world, which is around 10 million wines from 200,000 producers. So the biggest database of wine ever built. Right. So when you say the, basically the basic from like the grape variety, where it's from. I, I should definitely show you. Oh, you know, this is, this is a podcast after all, but, yeah. but still. Yeah. So I, I just took a random uh, Amarone. We see we use a five star scale. It's a 4.5. It's very highly rated. So you who's, who's rating is that? Though? So this is our community ratings. So okay. So it's members of the public. Our, no, okay. exactly. And we can go down here. We get some highlights. This is a new thing we just launched. And we, we have computers reading through all the, the reviews and determine what it actually tastes like. So we were the first ones to ever sort of scale taste characteristics of a wine. So it says here, this is very bold. It's an Amarone. It's smooth. It's semi-dry and more on the softer side. And then you actually get actual tasting notes. So you know exactly what it tastes like. It's quite nice. It's just like one pretty easy to understand that. You really yeah. do get a picture straight away. I've never seen this before, to, uh, to my shame. I know Marion, the, the, the wine is very nice. But you're right. I mean, it is bold. Color, yeah. And it's, it is pretty smooth. It's not tanning. It's smooth. I mean, it's yeah. got tannins, but it's not tannins. I have not had this one. Yeah, it's a little bit towards the sweeter side, but it's not really sweet, as no. you think. And it's soft, between soft and acidic. It's kind of to the soft side, which, again, most people would say, yeah. Yeah, it's there like, you go. Yeah. And so, so you, you get this instead of having to read all these reviews, right? Yeah. Which can be time-consuming. You get a quick overview. Of and repetitive. Yeah, and then you have all the... Yeah, exactly. And then you have all... You know, you can dig into the grapes, the other wines they do, the vintages, all kinds of stuff. Obviously, you can buy it, too. So that's kind of cool. 54 euros in Italy for this particular one. Do you have a photo of every single bottle or not? Yeah. So we just we just uh, announced um, last week, we just hit 1 billion scans in the app. So one we million. literally have 1 billion pictures of wine bottles. Well, that's one for every seven people on the planet. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's quite a lot of wine. It's a lot of photos. Yes, it is. It is. So, so. Uh, I mean, it just seems so... I mean, you've literally described something that sounds so simple. Like, it's like giving a, a kid a Lego toy and giving him five minutes to say, all right, I've done that. What's the next one? Yeah. But yeah. obviously, it's a huge slog. But you've kept it simple. How did you not just get overloaded with stuff? Yeah, that, that is a good question. Some people might argue there is a lot of stuff there, but we've always focused on who the target audience is. And if you're at a conference like, like uh, this one, they're actually not the target audience. Our Which is a, tra a trade conference. A trade conference, yeah, exactly. So our target audience is really the, the casual wine drinker, the people that love wine but don't necessarily want to make it a hobby. So so casual wine drinkers that say, hey, I need a quick decision, help me pick an amazing wine for tonight. And, okay. and also focus when, on that. And when it actually what's in front of them in the store as well. Exactly, yeah. And so, so we've built some amazing features now to actually buy wine too. So you can now sort of dig into wine and determine even based on taste. So I like a specific kind of Merlot, then you can dig into the data and actually say, hey, I want a whatever bold Merlot or something special. You actually do that with the app now. So how much feedback do you get directly? I mean, if I get this app and I walk into a shop and I get a wine, I actually really, it's exactly what you described, very simply, soft, whatever, da, 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 and that was a great wine. How do I write you? Say, that was really good. So you you rate the wine inside the app and, and people do that quite a lot. I, I sometimes compare it with, with Spectator and Parker and those guys. Maybe they would rate 20,000 wines a year. Uh, we get 100,000 ratings every day. So the volume and so on is just massively big. So so we have a lot of ratings, a lot of reviews that we get thousands and thousands every single day. I mean, what do you do? I mean, how do you switch off? 
uh, what do you mean switch off as a person or yeah, as a person yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good question because you've got employees as well it's not like this stuff gets no no, done no, no. Itself, we, yeah, we're you know. 130 people yeah so um, well that's a good question I honestly I worked pretty hard those last few the last few years so uh, all I've done basically is the family and doing work so um, so that's mostly what I do I have a boat too I go sailing once in a while and, and I actually have spent a little bit of time on YouTube too doing some startup videos which has been really fun so yeah a little bit so basically you know you, you just work all the time I do work most of the time when I'm not with my family yeah tell me about the boat so it's a it's a 35 foot Ericsson it's I live in California so it's it's fantastic in the Bay Area isn't it? yeah exactly in the Bay Area so it's super easy I can drive my car down to the Sausalito Harbor and, and take a quick uh, quick ride on the sailboat there so are you a, are you a US citizen now or? no I'm not I've been there for seven years no I'm still a, a Danish citizen okay but uh, will you become an American citizen that's a good question I think it depends on the next election no you we'll pay you pay, ta- you pay tax there I guess oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah as soon as you you work there you obviously pay tax you it's uh, was that not a big hit for you to do that or was it you just had to move there just because of just to, that's where the technology was Silicon Valley yeah. to, to get this stuff done yeah we, I moved there for work with the full family because we always felt like if you want to be in, in the consumer space you probably want to be in the US you probably want to be in, in Silicon Valley if you look at all the big apps in the consumer space you probably want to want to be there how were, your, how were your family about going over there I mean did you have kids at the time yeah I, had, I, have, I have three kids and they were one of them was teen and so like oh, that's difficult remember, yeah it? it was very very difficult but you know it's cool to move to California two of them are in college in the US now so and the youngest is still at home do you see, ever see yourself returning back to your homeland so uh, or I, retiring I, yeah it's a good question I think there's a really good chance we'd be living in Europe at some point yes I probably wouldn't want to live in the Faroe Islands it's a little bit too small for me but you know I love Copenhagen we I've, we spent 20 years in Copenhagen so I like that city very very much okay just just say someone has said we've got this great model of an app yeah and you're going to be really successful and you're actually going to enjoy it it'll be a little bit stressful but and I'm going to give you three choices of, of, of subjects for the app and you're not allowed to have wine yeah what would you what would you choose if you had to it could be any kind of app not just a consumer app sure I think it would be something so I love data right that's what no, this no I didn't know yeah yeah you didn't <laughs> <laughs> I know that doesn't come through. Yeah. Um, so I, it would definitely be something within that. I think I, I still think that the restaurant space, the data really isn't good enough. Even though we have massively big players to do their best, I still don't think it's good enough. So, so that I think you know could have been fun. So I mean, would you do that though? Disrupt? I, no, I probably wouldn't. You do, you've done that. You, yeah. <laughs> I think I've done my bit now. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, no. It's you've been doing this for for nine, almost ten years is a massive undertaking. You know, I had full hair of head. Before I started, no, it's it's just a lot of work. It's pretty stressful, and, and it's been amazing. You meet amazing people. It's an amazing journey. It's just fantastic to you know people come to you and, and, and appreciate what you've built. I love building stuff, so so it's been a fantastic journey. But it's also hard work. Yeah, for sure. So you're you know you're going to be locked away for a couple of weeks, and but you've got all the, your favorite foods with you and, and your family, and you can take three Italian wines with you. Yeah. So you can take a red, a white, and a speciality like a fizz or a Vincenzo or something like that. Okay. You know, you're asking me a question within a subject I don't have a lot of knowledge, but I love drinking wine. I'm not definitely not an expert. That is a good... That's probably why you've been so successful. You yeah. haven't got into the minutiae. We all get tied up with that. Yeah, We're exactly. so close to it, we can't see the trees or the vines. I, I do remember, though, that... Um, that the best I think actually still might be the highest rated wine in our database is an Italian wine you want to guess before I say it not a Brunello or something it's a Sassicaia 1985 oh okay All right. yeah. Well, that, yeah. so I would have brought that one definitely okay. um, and then I would find some sparkling maybe if it's Italian you know Italians drink a lot of champagne they love champagne so I would find some 
some sparkling with a similar style as champagne and then about the white so a traditional sure. method then yeah probably yeah okay so Francia Cota probably could be yes and then with the white I'm not sure what I would go for honestly I'll probably ask for some advice something from Etna something from Etna or something from uh, Veneto Suave yeah so Vidicchio did, did you see the guy that presented the island uh, was the Vermentino grape Frescobaldi yeah exactly the, uh, that grape is actually quite nice depending on how it's done it can be very buttery but this this was pretty good actually okay that was from the uh, conference yeah. okay alrighty um, incredible story thank you you know if you walk, if I sat next to you on the bus I'd be like oh, this guy's you know he's an accountant or something yeah he probably is you know, he's yeah, got he a check shirt you know, <laughs> he's, he's obviously got, got a very interesting job <laughs> Um, no. But you've—I um, think your secret is you've kept, you've you've made this impenetrably vast and complex and contradictory industry that we are in with a couple of swipes and a screen. You're already feeling confident about buying what's in front of you, and that's a, that's that's a really big achievement. Thank you. Very obviously, much. There's, there's not like you've been successful by by luck. You had a great idea. The simple ideas are the best, but you scaled it. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. So, Heino, I want to say thank you very much to you. I do hope you go back to the Pharaohs at some stage and, and just don't lose contact with your no I definitely won't my yeah. parents are there so it's done yeah, but you're in a, in a great place San Fran area I mean do you do I mean outside of wine do you have any sort of you come across as a very sociable caring kind of guy and obviously San Francisco is very wealthy but also very poor yeah. do you do you do anything in, in terms of um, trying to stuff that helps people that maybe have been a little bit less fortunate in life I, I think a uh, better citizen I think I have not done enough of that honestly yet but I definitely want to do it at some point I think the closest I've gotten to it is it's really doing something which I really enjoy and, and that's helping younger startups and companies I speak to a lot of those people I mean that that's usually people that are pretty fortunate in, in themselves but um, but no it's something I want to do more of in the future for sure cool Alrighty. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. No worries. It's been a real pleasure for me. I'm, I'm the world's technophobe. I can just about work an iPhone. <laughs> I can just about find the settings to turn the ringer off, you know. So, and you just may look so simple on your phone, but it is yeah. um, the design as well. It's kind of a friendly design. It's not like yeah. really flashing lights, all that kind no. of stuff. Just Keep easy peasy. Keep it simple. Yeah. Nice one. Really ple- Thank you real very pleasure. Much. Pleasure. This podcast has been brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey. Discovering the true essence of high-quality wine from Europe. Find out more on nativegrapeodyssey.eu. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 